Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Pete Sweeney. Pete Sweeney, Pete Sweeney, Pete Sweeney, Pete Sweeney, Pete Sweeney, Pete Sweeney, Pete Sweeney. Pete Sweeney, our Chiefs insider from Arrowhead Pride. I want you to know, normally when you're on the phone, we do a live performance, but because you're in studio, we just decided to air a recorded version of it. Yeah. Uh, just so you, this is the first time I think you've been in studio with the intro. Yeah, this is this is nice. I, I'm happy to be here. What a, what a big day. We got a lot of news to talk about. I, I have this camera in my face for the first time. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I think I've heard I think I've heard the intro in here. It, it's been a while because I've done a lot of hits on the phone. Um, but never with the camera. I mean, this is, I feel like I <laughs> He's just staring at, at the camera. Yeah. Live you reaction. Yeah, you don't even have to look at the camera, man. You okay. Need... All right. I, I'll, <laughs> I'm getting used to it. You've been on TV so sky. many times. Eye in the sky. It's a little different doing radio on TV, but uh, this, is, this is fun. This is fun. I, my question is, when is a, a network going to pick this up? Because they could they could live stream the first hour for you. I guys. pitched it to Aaron Ladd. You know, Aaron Ladd get first right of refusal. Yeah. Uh, you know, he, he was here earlier. What today. are they airing? Just like some dude cook something on the channel right now. Is What's this going today's on? show hour seven? Is that what we're on? Yeah, now? I think a little Hoda action. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Look, yeah. we'll take the sub channel for one of these. You know, if you got like the intended like four point two, we'll take the point two. <laughs> oh, you want like KCWE or yeah. something? Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. We'll take the sub channel. Couple, we're not, we're not greedy here. There's a couple KSMI. There's a couple. I think KCTV five has one. I think so. A side channel, KSMO or something like that. And yeah. then you, you know, you're the side piece, and then you work your way up to being the main piece at, the, you know, at a certain point. Well, we're open for business. <laughs> okay, certainly, we're we're open to anybody who is willing to give us a chance. Pete, we know. Right now, NFL yeah. owners are in a meeting to discuss yeah. the vote on the proposed tweaks to this year's playoff format. I guess Gold and I are never going to agree on this, and we know that. <laughs> yeah. Where do you stand on the fairness level of this? So I am, it's actually an exciting day for me because I am not someone who like just has a hot take to have a hot take. And I don't even think this is a hot take, but it, it is coming off that way and, and whatever. I think the Chiefs made out like bandits with this this a change uh, of of what what went down. I, I think it could went, could have went a lot of different ways. I saw, and who knows how much choosing vo- between home field and the bye. Choosing, <laughs> I don't know how much validity there was to adding an eighth team. I in but so they we're going to come up with something. I, I think once they established, we're not going to continue this game, right? What you ended up getting was the Chiefs having to beat the Raiders to win a playoff game because that now equates to the bye, right? And then you think about the the Buffalo Bills. If the Chiefs beat the Raiders, the only team that could force a neutral site is the Bills, and they would have to win three weeks in a row. You're making them play an additional playoff game. And I don't know that, that a lot of people would be like, well, Cincinnati was going to blow the Bills out. We don't know that. Maybe, but the Bills would have still kept control for three and a half more quarters, and the Chiefs may have not even had that playoff win against Jarrett Stidham and the Raiders. And and so for me, it's, I think we're just doing a lot of assuming that it's going to be 
a Chiefs and Bills AFC title game today in Kansas City. Whereas, like, playoff upsets happen constantly. And I look at the Buffalo Bills. This is not the same team that was playing as well as it was from weeks one to seven. They were sort of just getting by in the second half. And I also think this. They lost Von Miller, which is a big part of that. And this is a big thing that's come up with me today, too, is like it's and I understand the circumstances called for it. And, and of course, we're talking about all these scenarios. We are doing a lot of talking nationally today about this AFC title game between two of the Chiefs, Bengals and Bills. There's going to be four other teams that are going to be like, you know, guys, F. You. This is the ultimate motivation <laughs> for L.A. or Jacksonville or Baltimore if they can get Lamar back. Like, look at you guys talking about these AFC title playoff scenario. Like, and guess what? That energy is now going to be against the Buffalo Bills on Wild Card Weekend, where they may be playing a division opponent in the New England Patriots, where they may be playing Tyreek Hill, who's had a massive year in the Miami Dolphin. Like, the Bills could be out next week, and then this won't matter. I I think the Chiefs just for me made out like bandits and i realized that that is not a popular take today which I, is exciting for me because well, i never no, usually I, I, have no look, i mean so I, I i agree that with the current plan and we know they're voting on it like right now i guess or whatever right the owners are meeting this report from me and Rapport. like the, the current plan that it looks like is going to get approved the chiefs are in the best spot no i don't i don't think there's any, i think you were 100 percent right i don't think there's any actually disagreement that considering this is the plan the chiefs are in the best spot my only thing that i have said with that is that like, to me yeah they should be because they are going to play 17 games. The other team's playing 16 and the chiefs are going to end up with more wins than anybody else in the AFC. So I don't think it's like, man, the Chiefs just got this huge favor. I'm like, no, to me, they actually deserve it because they're in that spot. So yeah, right. they're, they're in the best spot, but like, I think it's deserved if they win on Saturday. That's all to me. It's like, I don't feel like they earned it any more than Buffalo didn't earn, it. you know, because like, that's the notion. This story comes in and is like, well, the chiefs have earned their one seed. I'm like, well, the bills earned a chance at the one seed too. Sure. But crazy circumstances right. are happening. They're preventing them from play the game to me. They're on equal footing. So if they're on equal footing or should have been an equal footing, the Chiefs got the way better end of this deal. It's also like, I'll also just take the win for the win. If you had told me, if you if the Chiefs had just finished their game on Sunday and the game hadn't started on Monday and you said, all right, Cody, I'll make you a deal right now. Yeah. Here's what I'll give you. I'll give you home field advantage. I'll, or I'll give you the bye week. You won't have to play Cincinnati and Buffalo on the same thing. But if you do play Buffalo in the AFC title game, you're going to have to do it on a neutral side of the So. I'd have taken that deal in a second. He'd be like, and I'm in. Like, that sounds like a fantastic deal. Okay. I don't even have to know what happens with Buffalo in this game or in the final game. I don't even, like, fine, I'm in. This sounds great. I think also, too, it's not like, this is going to be another hot take, an unintentional hot take. It's not like Arrowhead has been a huge home field advantage. They're 500 in the AFC In recent years, right? Just in general. and, And so for me, now you're taking away the Chiefs having to, Again, this all assumes that the Chiefs beats the Raiders, which we shouldn't overlook any game. But for the sake of this conversation, let's say the Chiefs are going to beat the 6-10 and 10 Raiders. You're not going to Buffalo anymore, right? Going to Buffalo is now out. And you don't have to play both Cincy and, and Buffalo. The, just the uphill bat. It's just a lot of assuming Buffalo is going to run through New England. They're going to run, you know, and who knows. Cincy or the Chargers or whoever. Two more Baltimore. games. It, I don't think the Bills make it to the AFC title game now that they have to play in the wild card round. Right? Like I I don't and like why why are we just like not thinking about that? I I just think we're doing a lot of assuming this morning that this is going to definitely be Chiefs and Bills. Now, if you're out there and you're a season ticket holder, 
Okay. Yeah. I, I think it. you are the one person where I like maybe would bend a little bit with this take. It's like okay, if it is Chiefs and Bills and yeah, all, it sucks for them. Sucks for them. You you know you you have to figure out how you would get to the AFC title game. I, I'd imagine you'd have an opportunity to buy buy tickets, but there's more expenses. What I tell you is, man, so much has to happen for that. Basically, the 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 right team would have to win four times. Chiefs have to beat the Raiders, which we think. I don't know about Bills and Patriots. The Bills haven't been playing well. This is still New England. And then you're talking about having to win two playoff games. So, yes, I, I think if you're a season ticket holder, you have a point this morning. But I, I don't think we're I'm ready to just assume it's going to be Chiefs and Bills. I think that's what the NFL wants. I think if you take everyone's team out of it, out of the mix here, people want to see Chiefs and Bills in the AFC title game. But a lot of times this doesn't work out that way. Like, think about when the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. We were ready for Chiefs-Patriots. I, you know, I, I, oh, yeah. And then all of a sudden, Mike Vrabel. And the Titans are running out that clock. And then all of a sudden, the Chiefs are playing. It was still just as enjoyable. I, I really think that that is so much more possible than we're giving it credit for this morning. And, of course, it's overreaction Friday. Uh, and, and you know, you, you have to debate these things. But I, I really just feel like the Chiefs, from a competitive advantage standpoint, again, made out like bandits. Let's say it does work out where it is Chiefs and Bills, though. Yeah. Uh, where do, where's this neutral site happening? Indianapolis is the name of the city that keeps yeah. getting mentioned more. Anywhere than but Indy. Indy. That stadium's <laughs> cursed, Pete. Indy's cursed. Like, Indy gets the combine. Indy, Indy's just like whenever the NFL needs a non-Super Bowl event, Indianapolis. <laughs> Indianapolis. I'm wrong, but I think Mahomes is not. There's only a handful of teams Mahomes has not beaten. Has he beaten the Colts in the regular season? I don't think. I'm not uh, sure he has in the regular. season. Well, we season. know he lost obviously this year, and then he lost the one where McCoy fumbled the ball a million times. Yeah. I don't think he, so. I don't, they beat him in the playoffs, which yeah. which is yeah. all that matters. But still, I don't. But so Indy seems like the the, the top city. We were throwing out some others. I, at one point, we th- we didn't think about Dallas, but Dallas, even though they're in the playoffs, they're going to be the five seed. It's very unlikely that in a scenario that comes up where they're hosting a. I don't think they can host a playoff game. So Dallas, to me, knowing that it's just great stadium and Jerry Jones's involvement, it's the easiest travel city. There's a million hotels. I could see the NFL wanting to put it into one of those cities between Kansas City and Buffalo. Which is Indy or Nashville. Giving or... people a reasonable opportunity to drive. Well, hmm. I mean, what, what is the drive uh, from Dallas Buffalo is, to Indy? Dallas is, is it only eight, right? Dallas well, for here, eight. sure, but, but it's not for, 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 for Buffalo. For both teams, yeah. I mean, Indianapolis would be the only answer then. Because you mentioned Nashville. Are they really putting this thing outdoors? I would love it, but I don't think the NFL is going to do that. Uh, you know, I, <laughs> I think... This is certainly going to be a, a playoffs where if you don't have a team in it, like the country is going to be rooting for, for Buffalo. Oh, 99% yeah. of the country will, yeah. I, I I think the NFL, in a in a way, on Park Avenue, is probably rooting for it not coming to this neutral site <laughs> like in, in one way or another, you know. Um, and I think they'll figure it out a little bit closer to that, uh, you know, because we can get to this weekend. And like I said, I really do expect the Chiefs to beat the Raiders. The Bills-Patriots game is closer to a toss-up, especially with the emotions going into it, than I think people give it credit for. And this whole thing could be solved with the Chiefs win and Bills loss. That's what the NFL's not going to say they're rooting against the Bills, but this is what they actively want. They want the Chiefs or the Bills to lose so that this problem is solved. Done. Done and done. Um, But again, if it it were to come down to a neutral side, I I imagine to make things continue to be as, as fair as possible, I could see that probably being Indianapolis just because of the distance thing. You can drive to Indianapolis yeah. from Kansas City. You can drive to Indianapolis from Buffalo. You don't have to put flights. If you have season tickets, maybe there's an opportunity for both cities to, to buy get a certain, a certain amount of season tickets, and you just buy the ticket, you get a hotel. Sure, it's a little bit more expensive, but you figured it out. 
you know, I could see that, uh, ha- you know, happening. I, again, it, it's just, I think we're just forgetting how much has to happen for a neutral site to come into play. And look, it might, you know, I, I, I can't, I can't say that it might. Do you uh, think they got to announce that? I know they, they won't know until the week of, but to me, you need to announce where the venue would be next week. So fans can, yes. you know, there'd be cheese fans that would try to book hotels already. Things like that. A hundred percent. I think you got to do it probably within a week. And they have charts out there already. I've seen this chart going around. If this team wins, this team wins. So you could come up with, well, you know, if it's Bengals and Chiefs, if it's the Bengals and Chiefs thing, it's probably not going to happen. But if it it is Bills and Chiefs, this is probably, you know, where it's going to be. Or just create create locations for all all these combinations, and then you just know. Uh, We've decided that if it's Chiefs, Bills, they should play in Cincy. Outside, make their fans watch what they missed out on. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, the playoffs is going to be the playoffs. Whichever team ends up losing at a certain point is going to feel like they were gypped. You know, I I don't think you're going to be able to get away from that. But but I mean, I I look at Tom Brady's Super Bowl against the Chiefs. That was a weird year where there were no fans, barely any fans at the Super Bowl. We still look at it as his seventh title. This is not going to be taken. Was a neutral site. This is not going to be taken away from whatever team wins. It's it's going to be something that one fan base talks about. For example, if the Buffalo Bills do lose in the wild card round, oh, they're going to say goodness. we were going to be the one seed and this got taken away from There'll us. There'll be a Correct. squeaky wheel, um, you know, and and it is what it is. It'll be part of the the debate between the Bills and, and Chiefs fans or whoever you know is able to to win the Super Bowl. Maybe an NFC team wins the Super Bowl. That's what I'm saying. Like we're just talking about a lot of hypotheticals this morning. I get it's new news. But but for me, I, I don't know. I I just feel like whoever wins the title is is going to be the rightful champion. This was a really weird circumstance, just like with COVID, and they figured out a way to play. This is the best thing that they could come up with, and and I I do think it gives a slight advantage to Kansas City that we don't necessarily all want to admit right now. Concern a- one through ten of the Raiders game, like actually, because we've spent so little time talking about the Jared Stidham led Raiders this week. Well, as long partially because a lot happened. Yeah, well, J- Jared looked good last week. As long as Stidham isn't him, I, I think this week. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was for our guy Nick. <laughs> he well, just laughed. I just, I mean, you, you could see last week that he does have some dog in him, and I, I would tell you that as long as he doesn't go <laughs> nuclear uh, this week, no, I, I think the Chiefs will be, I think the Chiefs will be okay this weekend. A lot of times that you see these backup quarterbacks, they have the one game. Like look at Baker Mayfield, um, you know, yeah. for example, coming in, and there's just. A lot of energy. Same thing with the interim coach, I think, that we saw. It's not even a guarantee that Jacobs is going to play. That's their best player. Well, Adams is their best player, but if Stidham's throwing him the ball, he's limited. If I'm Josh Jacobs, this is another take that I have today. I'm full of takes. You're just just firing them all up. I I know what you're about to say, and I agree with you. If you're Josh Jacobs. I already know what you're saying. College football playoff, like, why would you even play? Or, like, a bowl game that maybe college Mm -hmm. football playoff is different, but a bowl game that doesn't matter. What what are you playing in the bowl game for? You're You're about to make millions and millions and millions of dollars from somebody. The Raiders let this guy become an unrestricted free agent. You, you come up with a knee issue or something, or maybe personal. Hammy's a little I tight. A problem. I can't come in this week. You could do the Jadavian yeah. Clowney. Did you see what happened to him? Yeah. He did an interview with Cleveland.com, and he said, there's a 95% chance I'm not going to be back with this team next year. And they're like, you can just go home for week 18. He's like, cool, see you guys let, later. Let Have be, a nice weekend. Let Jacobs do the Derek Carr. I'm sure Jacobs is looking at Derek Carr and saying, that's pretty smart here. Why risk? Correct. You are, running back? No way. You're, you're, the, you're going to be the rushing champ. You had the year of your life. Your, your your contract year is as good as anybody. Um, yeah, I think he stands to make a lot of money and could lose a lot of money this weekend. What about McCall Hardman? We know he was activated by the deadline for the 53-man roster. 
does he is he going to play much this weekend? And do you need do you feel like you need to see him, or can he jump right back in come playoff time and be that red zone threat, which is really what he was? I'm getting some five to ten snap vibes from Andy Reid. He usually doesn't go into specifics unless he's thinking that way. Uh, at first this week, I thought they would hold him out a week, but I think they're I think they're ready to get his feet wet. I think they're going to be ultra cautious this weekend, and I I think you get him going a little bit, you make sure okay. Presumably, you'll have another week off to continue to, to rest him a little bit, uh, and then he should, again, presumably be full strength, ready to go for the postseason. And, and I, you know, I wonder what the Chiefs do as far as the return game. Like, Kadarius Tony's been pretty good. I like what we've seen from him, but this is now the playoffs. You get McColl, the punt runner. Return is this – can he just be rolled back into the offense? Because the thing – the one thing I wonder is – Justin Watson, who's been taking a majority of the snaps that McCall Hardman would get. Yeah. But they're using Justin Watson different than they used McCall Hardman because they figured out all these other people to do the McCall Hardman stuff, right? Including Jarek McKinnon and others. So does McCall need to be the rookie year McCall and go deep again? Like they're like the well, depth of target, Justin Watson leads the team. Like they're just sending him downfield and throwing it his way sometimes. That's why I'd like to see McColl as the punt returner again as soon as he's back because I think you're right. I think they have found players that can fill in his role in the backfield in those type of plays that we've seen McColl be really good at. And when you, you're having a punt returner and you take him off, it means he's big big for the offense. Well, this team won 13 games without McColl Hardman. I think the offense will be fine. He missed, what, eight, nine games? For one play as he gets his breath back. And he's such a threat back there. And he's definitely the best punt returner on your club. So I, I'd like to use him there. And then you use him in the offense as well. I also think there are some looks that Andy Reid has just been. Remember, remember when it was that story of, of Brett Feach talking about the Andy Reid index card plays? Yeah. There's got to be a ton of these for Tony and Hardman on the field at the same time with these. One know, guy goes in motion, the other guy goes in motion. And, I mean, I, ju- I just think about the the combination of skill guys. If, if you have Kelsey Smith-Schuster, McKinnon, Tony and Hardman on the field at the same time, like who are you paying attention <laughs> to? Like that that to me is just, I, I just think Andy Reid is going to have some of these looks because we've been longing for Hardman and Tony at the same time since week nine. We haven't gotten it, and it was only nine snaps for Tony. I think it's actually a little bit of an advantage for you because now no one has seen any plays really with these two guys on and, and it could be dangerous. This is the best offensive, most creative offensive play caller in the league. So this, this should be exciting this weekend. We'll see if they show uh, yeah. that maybe they, maybe they continue to hold it. How big is the postseason for McColl long term? We know his contract year. He, he's a free agent at the end of this season. Yeah. And I think in early October, if we were just to take a survey of randomly a hundred chiefs fans, we'd be like, Oh, he's not coming back. Mm-hmm. He's been hurt for a while. How, how big is the postseason in terms of deciding his future, therefore raising his value? Let's say he does blow up and have a great postseason. Yeah, it's it's enormous. I, I think, you know, you you saw what that with Sammy Watkins when when he was able to really perform well in the playoffs, what it you know eventually would, would mean for him. I, I think Hardman is, is facing right now a situation where he's DJ Shark of last year where he got hurt into his contract year. And, and I think the best thing he's going to get is about a year for eight to 10 million. Whereas he can make more money if he really shines in the, in the postseason. you know, I think maybe he can get into that wide receiver market a little bit. I, I think it's a big postseason for a lot of guys when it comes to contract stuff, like Frank Clark to me sure. pops out. Uh, Juan Thornhill is someone that could use a, a big, big postseason. You know, I look at, uh, uh, well, Hans can get himself paid. McKinnon's been fine. Juju Smith Schuster is another one. Now, now they, these guys, some of these guys have had better years than others, but you can really put an exclamation point when you're the only game on in a big spot. I mean, we see 
what that means. For, we talked about college players. What when a college player can perform really well in a bowl week, it's an exclamation point. That's what the playoffs is for McCole Hardman and a number of other different Chiefs. And in a way, you, you hope McCole doesn't blow the roof off because I think getting him back for that one year. Eight mm-hmm. to ten would be, you know, in that wide receiver room would be a huge asset. What about his health? I mean, we never, we never I don't found know why out they were being is. so weird. About it. Abdominal in, illness, it's injury. A, it's been a fun time for McCall because I think we he's went missing from, like a gallbladder. We or went something. from an abdomen. Ill, we went from an abdomen illness to an abdomen injury. Then Andy Reid said his groin was bothering him, and then on the injury report, it now just says straight up pelvis. So this guy it says has pelvis, pelvis. Okay. So. Um, what? It says pelvis? <laughs> I don't know. It just says pelvis? He's got a, he's got a pelvis, and uh, <laughs> and you're hoping that he could push through in his return this weekend. He seems to be okay. He's had limited practice. Like I said, it it feels like he'll be active in the 5 to 10 range just to get his feet wet, and then, again, you beat the Raiders, and you get that playoff bye. I think that's the most important gift of, of any of the gifts that, that you've gotten in this resolution. It's probably because so much has happened in these last two weeks of the NFL but the just the talk around Mahomes MVP completely died off, and oh. he's totally gonna win MVP. Oh, well, it's over. Like yeah, it's, it's over. over. It's, he's absolutely gonna have an he, MVP he, year after letting go of one of the top five wide receivers in the NFL. And I feel like at times I'm like, I'm not sure we made as big of a deal of that as maybe we yeah. could have. Pete, he would have to go Chiefsaholic in the next 24 hours for him not to win the MVP <laughs> award. That's I think he'd still get it. He might still win <laughs> it. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. I, I, yeah, it's. I mean, it is over. You can't make a. You can't make a case really for anybody, especially if you just win on on Saturday. Which, again, pending uh, stid him, uh, we should see Mahomes. Mahomes, Mahomes roll. Uh, that was that was next. He was texting me that earlier. I gotta. I gotta be honest. He just sent you a text in the middle of the segment. <laughs> what? Stid him. Stid him. Well, yeah, he is him. Stid him. Stid him. Oh, just Jared so Stid bad. Him. So bad. So uh, yeah, Mahomes, Mahomes will win MVP and it, it, MVP. You know, yeah, it's a <laughs> it's a second MVP award that he deserves. I tried to ask Travis Kelsey about this yesterday. He gave the shortest answer of all time he on it. He didn't want any of that. No, uh, for me. But uh, he he. What'd said, you do, man? I don't know what I did to him, but uh, but he was just saying that that it's him that's it he's the mvp and he's right he's right For, you can't argue with the numbers and i think sometimes when you're winning your second mvp the numbers really got to be there because it's such a narrative thing, and I think the the voters do lean for the new MVP. But the narrative of losing Tyreek Hill should be a very good MVP narrative. That's yeah. a strong. I know it's not as good as new guy on the scene who just showed up in Jalen Hurts, but losing a top five wideout in the NFL that's pretty strong MVP lore. I don't know. I just think. I just another hot take for me. I just think the whole process needs to be changed with yep. MVP. It's just. It's so flawed. It is opinion, and it seems like talking heads that are on the first takes and the undisputed sway it sometimes, and it's a lot of groupthink. I just think there needs to be a little bit more of analytics and like logic. You, you want know? like yeah, third, third, I, third, I, the way they do some other big awards in major sports, or like where it's third fan voting, third and like because this is how gold gloves are done now. No Definitely fan no fan vote. No, no fan vote. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. fans out there. Yeah, you don't want our, the fan I, vote. Orlando Brown, I think, is going to his fifth straight yeah. Pro Bowler. And Tua Tonga Viola was the leading Pro Bowl vote getter. 
Yeah, he was at one point. Like they're they changed the rule this year. They're going to have the first, second, and third place votes for the MVP instead of just one or nothing. Which okay, I guess that's some progress. But I, you know, I agree. I think you can probably speak. I think the Heisman also needs to be redone. Yeah. The fact that they have some people that are voting on it, I think, is ridiculous. I don't know how some people that don't even you know live in college towns anymore that are doing it that produce radio shows in Kansas City that have. Votes. Does Nick it's kind of crazy. Oh, yeah, he does. He does. Him and 900 other people. Yeah. And people always, it's funny, like the, the question I get asked more often than any other question <laughs> since I've taken this job is how did you get a Heisman <laughs> vote? And it's like, I don't really know the answer, but the one thing I do know is you have to have that dog on you if you're going to get a Heisman <laughs> vote. There it is. I've told Nick for, for months now that his little podcast space situation should be Rock Talk, J Talk. And Rock Chalk J Talk. And, yeah, he has said that. And and Nick just continues to, I think, mock me as he makes spaces and says, oh, Kansas talk. Well, I don't know. Jayhawks chat, midnight. I usually don't start those chats, though. I just kind of hop in. Well, he had a little mailbag yesterday, though. Yeah. Ooh. It was a little mailbag. But yeah, uh, you one. know he's in yeah. it now. This is one step closer to leaving for Arrowhead Pride. He started yeah, to do we, mailbags. We were, late. We were not here before the show no, started. No, right for my podcast. Yeah, mm. but that's yeah. like everyone at sites like year. Arrowhead Pride. There's a mailbag. But I did the mailbag sure. last year before I started working for it. I mean, Pride. there's been a couple happy hours before dry January when <laughs> Nick has floated out. Maybe I think, I believe it. Arrowhead Pride. Look, yeah. he asked Both where we time. were this morning. Normally, we're here by 830. He said, where were you guys at? He said, who are you guys having breakfast with? I said, we couldn't say. Finally, a lot of pressure was put on us from Nick. Yeah. I said, look, man. We know Pete's coming in. We don't know at any time Pete can tell us <laughs> that Pete is hiring you full-time. So we were interviewing prospective producers uh, yeah. this morning. You got to have a backup plan. I think you have to have a short list. Every athletic director in the country has a short list already of the coach, if yeah. the next coach, if mm. the coach leaves. You know? You're in that relationship you're not really mm-hmm. sure about. You maybe have some backup dates planned you know, down yeah. the line, right? Yeah, but so. what would you guys do to Pete? Like, Would you let Pete keep coming on the show? If- I don't know. We'll have to see. We'll have to talk about it. Yeah. yeah no. I would. Yeah. No, I wouldn't steal another producer yet. I mean, you know. <laughs> <laughs> See, next year maybe. Maybe you next should, year. Your statement's going to read exactly like Jim Harbaugh's Harbaugh. leaving Michigan sounded. Yeah, I enthusiastically think that Nick should be producing for your show. For but you can't predict the future. Year, but it's really hard for me to tell what could happen down the line. All right, Pete Sweeney, our Chiefs insider for Arrowhead Pride. Good to have you in studio. Appreciate it as always. Coming up next, though, we'll get to the Chiefs Red Half Hour and the most dangerous of the seven seeds next. Trash of the day. This is Cody and Gold, brought to you by Gan Asphalt and Concrete. For asphalt, concrete, and parking lot maintenance, Gan Asphalt and Concrete. One contractor, all things parking lot. Trusted in Kansas City since 1994. Online at gannasphalt.com. Don't miss Royals first baseman slash NFL insider, Vinny Pasquantino, this football season with Cody and Gold. My Twitter is about to unload of football <laughs> tweets. First Jets game that I have free on Sunday. It's, it's go time. 610 Sports Radio. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Back 
here. Since I'm like the Chiefs right half hour open. And back here on I lo- Cody and Gold. I, I asked Nick to put this one. This was one of my favorite jams. Gypsy by Stevie Nicks. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Pete Sweeney. Coming in. In for Classic. the Chiefs red half hour. <laughs> brought to you by Greenway Ford. It's a new day, a new way at the all-new Greenway Ford. Yeah, it's not off. We get Pete in studio for an hour during our show because normally you're, you're out, of course, out at Arrowhead in practice and Chiefs media availability. So Pete, nice enough, get to stay for the entire hour and now uh, continue to talk some Chiefs football with us. We obviously spent some time there talking about the, the scenarios that are all going to be for, finalized here within maybe the next hour as the owners are meeting um, but when you look at the potential seven seeds and who that could be, we know the Chiefs are in line to be the one uh, unless they were to lose uh, on Saturday. But out of the seven seeds, is there one that you say, I, I would prefer over the other because now we're down to what? Pittsburgh, there's a scenario where there are the seven. The Dolphins, there's a scenario. Patriots. And the Patriots, if they beat Buffalo, which you never know how that game's going to go. It's it's currently, I think, a seven-and-a-half-point line in favor of the New England, in favor of the Buffalo Bills, I should say. I think out of all the teams, I'd still rather play the Miami Dolphins now. Their quarterback situation's a mess. Yeah, I think I think that would be the the direction. I mean, you get those to are a, all auto wins. You get to a certain point, and I, I think you always stack these quarterbacks up against Patrick Mahomes. Like we were joking about Jared Stidham, but it's just hard for you to wrap your brain around Mahomes losing to to Stidham. And when you talk about, I, I think that's a great point with the Dolphins' quarterback situation, like. The, the amount of things that would have to happen for Patrick Mahomes, who is going to win MVP, as we described, to lose to, what, Skylar Thompson? Yeah, he's named the starter. I think a few minutes ago they officially named him the starter. This Teddy weekend. Bridgewater, who's <laughs> coming back. Like, yeah, if they're able to miraculously make it, I, I think they would be easy. I, I've i had a, a, a couple times the, these past few weeks, I, the Jaguars are just hiding in plain sight to me. I don't necessarily want to see Jacksonville in, in Kansas City. I don't want to see Jacksonville or the Chargers. Trevor Lawrence has very quietly become a top 10. You can even make a case for top five quarterback in the NFL with the way he played in the final stretch of the season. And they're playing with a lot of house money. This is, they're already, and they haven't, they haven't clinched. We got to be clear there. They got to play yeah. the, the, the night game on Saturday against the Titans. But I'm assuming they win that game now that Ryan Tannehill is, is out of the mix. And I just think Jacksonville is, is a team, like I described last last segment where you know we're talking a lot about the Bills Chiefs AFC title the Bills Bengals the Chiefs Bengals AFC title game like the Jaguars and the Chargers are two teams that have to be sitting there and being like this is this is so motivating for us and again I I think seeing the Jacksonville and in, in what could be a Cinderella story exit would would actually be a good thing for me I think any of those six or seven seeds is, is who you want to see if you're Kansas City. So that would include the Ravens, the Patriots, or the Dolphins, the, or the Steelers. The Jaguars part of it is why you better not mess up. Like, say the Chiefs. Like, we both, you and I think, the Chiefs got a great draw. Mm-hmm. And the way all of this looks like, it'll be voted on here shortly. This is a very good draw for them. The AFC for the next 10 years is going to suck to get through. Yeah. It is already, and we knew it was, Mahomes, Burrow, and Allen. And just go ahead and toss it. Now Herbert's making postseasons. And Trevor Lawrence plays in the easiest division in the entire conference. So he's going to find himself in some postseason. He also has a Super Bowl winning head coach who's already gotten to a postseason in a single year following what was the worst head coach team in the entire NFL the year before. They have talent and money and had drive and draft picks. So it's like, I don't, the AFC shaking up to be. Where, where you talk about like the NFL is like anything can happen. Yeah. 
and anybody can win. No, it's going to turn out that anybody can win in the NFC, and the AFC is going to suck to go through every year. Uh, that you can start Brock Purdy and make a Super Bowl out of the NFC, but if you don't have a superstar quarterback in the AFC, then good luck. Not to bring up old wounds, but that is what makes D. Ford hurt. Offensive line being disastrous yeah, yeah. Mr. Bowl. Missed your chance then. Last year when you have this big lead, and then you probably would have beaten the Rams, in my opinion. I think again, they were definitely better than that team. Probably yeah. for the second time in four years, hypothetically speaking, again. So, like... Man, when you're there and you're close, you got to get it done. The Chiefs got it done once, which is great. I could, should get that that monkey off your back. But now we're we're especially hungry to see it happen again. And you're right. I mean, it's the case again. I I think Trevor Lawrence is legit. I think Justin Herbert is legit. I think you're going to have more foes, young foes, that could upset you in a, in a playoff game. And so another year where you have a golden opportunity here, get it done. Well, I mean, in like every year because. The regular seasons are going to be harder to get those one seats for everyone, too. Every year, Mahomes is going to have to play Burrow, yeah. Allen, Herbert. Like He's going to play Herbert twice. He's going to have to play Burrow because he won. He's going to, like likely right now they're ahead in the division. Allen because he won the division. If Jacksonville wins, they won the division. You're not, you're not going to just face these guys in the postseason. You're going to be seeing all of them. You're going to have like seven, eight, nine matchups three years from now and then have to keep playing them in the playoffs. There'll be no secrets between these teams. Mm-hmm. And right now you have the head coaching advantage because you have one of the best head coaches in the NFL. Right now you have that advantage. What happens if that advantage goes away in five or six years? I still think Andy's coaching five or six years, but yeah, it's. I always find this strange. Is is no one ever really questions when Bill Belichick is going to retire? He's six years older than Andy Reid. Why is Andy Andy because he's a little bigger? Like why is probably. Andy Reid always? We like, both said we take the over on four and a half years. Yeah. I assume you take the over on that. I think that that. He he goes and sees what happens these next few years. If they're able to get another Super Bowl or two, I think he's going to be highly motivated to get in the range of six. Andy Reid never likes to say this at the podium. He always makes it about the team, which is why part of the reason why he's so successful. He is a competitive oh, yeah. SOB. He wants to get in the realm of six Super Bowls. So like, if his health can carry him there mm-hmm. to be close to Belichick, or at least where... Like I said, this is about Patrick Mahomes in the grand scheme of things. Because Brady has seven, how many Super Bowls would it take to at least have a LeBron say? Five. Five Five is right. Mm -hmm. For I think Andy, I think Andy Reid probably needs to get to three, probably four, for people to be like, well, Belichick had Tom Brady. Now people could say (laughs) Patrick Mahomes, (laughs) but he might only have Patrick Mahomes for the 10 years at the end of his career, whereas Brady or Belichick had him for 20. 20. And so then you could start making your case for greatest coach of all time. Andy Reid's among... There's no yeah. no debating among the greatest coaches of all time, but to be in that that mix for greatest coach of I all just time don't know. needs at least three more probably. How would a coach like Andy Reid, who does nothing but live, breathe, think, care about football, get Patrick Mahomes and be like, you know what, I'm good now. You're like, excuse me? Right. What, he just did all of this work? He's like grinding out USC practices in his 20s to get one of the most talented quarterbacks in NFL history and be like, I'm fine now. Why? He... I've said this about Patrick Mahomes for Andy Reid. Patrick Mahomes is a quarterback that Andy Reid designed in his brain. So he's been waiting his entire career to get this quarterback. We saw him with Donovan McNabb. We saw him with um, Michael Vick. We saw him with Alex Smith. Matt Mahomes is almost the best of all those guys in, in, a, in a way as far as accuracy, arm power, scramble ability. You can do so much. And so... I don't know if Andy Reid is going to be in a huge rush if his health can carry him yeah. to get rid of his creative player quarterback that he has at the end of his career. And especially, like, let's say the Chiefs do get it done this year. Now you're at two. 
If you sign up for another five, do you get to three? Do you get to four? And then you're starting to think about, okay, if he's still healthy five years from now, if he's at four, <laughs> is he going to be like, well, you know. I, mean, I might as well keep going now. I, I you're you're talking to a Jim Beheim guy. I, the guy yes. never wants to get out of the chair. Like, I could see that for Andy Reid. Yeah, as long as he's healthy, I think everything you guys both said, we've talked about with you have the best quarterback in football. You don't pass up that opportunity to try to rack up as many championships. And also, let's see how many division titles you can rack up. You're up to seven. Right now, you have a chance to, to maybe, is it Records sound crazy? 10 or 11? The Patriots was 11. Yeah, I think so. I, I, I don't think 11. it's crazy to, to think that they can't potentially get into that realm. While we're talking about coaching a little bit, how about Dave Tobe? He spoke yesterday about special teams, and I think a lot of people's reaction after watching special teams on punt returns in particular is that just get somebody to fair catch the damn ball and move on. Dave Tobe, of course, said that's not the answer. That's a shocking. I don't think a special I, teams coach is ever going to say we're just going to be the most conservative special teams, and that's not going to bode well. Although, although that's I, not been Tobe's model at all, too, so it's going to be especially hard for him to say that. Yeah, I, I, I'm a big Dave Tobe guy. I know that we're so focused on what have you done for me lately in the mm-hmm. next game, and you know, I, I, I think that's important. But he's been so good for so long. This has been an outlier year. We're in the midst of it, and the thing I like about him is he does not care. He goes to the podium and he goes, look, I don't care what everybody's saying. I know my body of work, which is, extends past Kansas City. He's been doing this for a long time, you know, almost as long as Andy. And he's been really good. I mean, he coached yeah. Evan Hester. You know, maybe the Sky Moore thing was a mistake. Maybe the kicking operation has gone a little bit awry. This is an outlier year where the special teams has been a weakness. But I, I think what I liked in his comments from yesterday is he's, is he's just saying, well, you know, 17 weeks are gone now. We're going to get week 18. This is right, but when the playoffs start, it doesn't matter. That's part of the reason why I'm talking about the Jags and Chargers because it's great that the Chiefs have 13 wins. You know what everybody is at the beginning of the playoffs? Zero and zero, right? And so you have this time where as long as special teams are solid in the postseason, and I know there are a lot of questions, no one's going to care about what this regular season was. And I think Dave knows that, and the Chiefs trust Tobe. And I always have liked him as a media member because he's very forthcoming. Just will tell you exactly what, hey, Dave, this is training camp. Who are the top three potential punt returners? Oh, Pete, this is great. It's Sky Moore. It's Trent <laughs> McDuffie. And it's like, this is great. Like, you love it. And so hard for me to, to get on Dave Dope now. If you get if you start stacking years like this, then right. I think you have a what, conversation. What about Bucker's health? Uh, back spasms, Matthew Wright's on the practice. They brought him in for a tryout, I should say. I assume he'll be part of the practice squad before the end of the day. I, you know, this was And the, then they can make a decision on Saturday. Well, yeah, it gives you the opportunity to evaluate health. If you have nobody in... You, you're stuck with mm-hmm. an, an injured kicker. I do not want to see Justin Reed kicking for a playoff bye on Saturday. I don't know about right. you guys. So I, Matthew Wright is tough to good. say. I did say that Justin Reed was going to kick more than two and a half oh. kicks this year, and he's at two. So I feel like I would win. What's what's on the line? Nothing. I just pride. <laughs> pride. They made fun of me when I said that he was going to kick more than two and a half times, and then I said, "Well, I don't know. Maybe Butker will twist an ankle in the middle of the game, mm-hmm. and then he twisted an ankle in the middle of the game." So it felt like I was right for a moment. That's all. Kind of sounds like you're a jinx. Also, that might be true. Butker being gone concerns me less than it ever did because now he's below average. Like, not forever, but as he kicks right now, he's a below average kicker. So right coming in is the same as Butker kicking right now, in my opinion. I have the same amount of worry that the kick will be missed. Andy Reid has has been clear in saying we would bring in presumably Matt Wright, and it's just for the health reasons. However... I tend to think, and I don't think there'll be a change of the guard suddenly here where you create a storyline out of that, but I think it there will definitely be a kicker in for training camp next year. You'll have two kickers on the Should. 90 because yeah. this wasn't good enough. I, I understand about the health. 
Especially at the rate, the cost. Dustin Colquitt, who I've loved as a player, has to come on and, <laughs> and rattle this guy because why? Because of an ego thing. It ha- That has not helped. It's been a mess. I think you need to bring in a kicker for motivation for Butker. Just to say, like, look, like, you have one job. Not to, <laughs> to bring Long up the You have one job, right? I don't care which way the laces face. Like, you were automatic, and now you're not. Yeah, that has to be fixed, or there are so many guys out there that you could bring in. For a quarter to, of the price? And you know what? This is the thing, too. Matt Wright, I believe he was 6 of 8 for field goals. He's been perfect in extra points in Pittsburgh and Kansas City this year. Butker can't say that. Like, we'll see what happens. There, it, it's a very intriguing underlying storyline. Have I lost complete belief in Butker? No. I think the injuries have hurt him, which has led to mental issues, which has led to problems. I think he could be fixed for next year. I do wonder about this stretch here. I don't like that the only ways I think the Chiefs are losing a playoff game is turnovers or special teams. That's it. That's it. The only ways they lose playoff games are turnovers or special teams. And by the way, turnovers by special teams included in that because they've given the ball away five times that way. I think the Chiefs defense is pretty good. And so even if you're worried about the kicking game, I just think if you play clean football and maybe a force a turnover, you're going to win. Yes. You have Patrick Mahomes. This is a Kansas City Chiefs. You're going to score enough points. It's turnovers. That is priority number one. If the Chiefs are just clean up ball security, they're going to win the Super Bowl. I'm telling you. It's borderline remarkable, right, with their turnover differential that they're on pace for 14 wins. Makes no sense. Every other team near them stinks. Yeah. In the turnover, they're all bad. They're all non-playoff teams. Half their games, they've had multiple turnovers this year. And they are in a position to win the one seed. That should not happen. It should not happen. And it and it and it's it's they've won despite. And the, the good thing about it, if you're looking for a silver lining with all these problems, is like they haven't really played a complete, no. consistent game, two games in a row. I think you had 49ers, they played their best game Bucks, of the year. They probably. played well. 49ers, they played well. Cardinals, you know, um, feels so long ago, but it's it, you really haven't had a three game stretch where you're like this. We were in other years where we're like this is a powerhouse. I and and I I think it's too late for that, right? Multiple games, but like I really think you can go into this Raider game, play a complete game, and really feel good about your proposition for the postseason. Pete, we're also at the same time of the year where you start to get the, the coaching cycle kicking up. It's going to kick up on Monday or Tuesday, uh, even more. And we know Eric Bieniemy has interviewed plenty over the last couple of years. New ownership in in Denver. Maybe that changes the scenario. Who knows? Why should we believe it's going to be any different this go around? I know Andy was asked about this like a week or so ago, and, and you know mentioned this symposium. I guess they did with some minority ex, uh, executive candidates and coaching right. candidates. But like, if you were betting on on him getting a job, how on earth could you say, "Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm confident this is the year"? I mean, what what has what has changed? Well, Al, I, I better be getting plus odds on that bet. I think so. I think so. The, Plus 400, 500, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in, in the the frame of betting, Noah's heavily favored for Eric Bieniemy. Mm-hmm. It's And that's sad, right? I, I think by now he, he is way over the amount of years where he should have been uh, a head coach. But just to think that it's miraculously going to happen, why? Because it's year four of this? I, I don't know. Like what? And they don't really like to talk about it. So, you know, we ask the questions occasionally. A lot of times it's at the end of the year, and, and we'll be like, well, Eric, what has changed? He's like, well, what's, what's changed is it's third down day. And it's like, well, Eric, like, <laughs> no, like, what has made you a better coaching product? Like, I think the world would like to know. And I, I think I think that stuff helps. I'm hoping that maybe this is something that we ask Chiefs PR, but, like, 
after the season. Dude, let's do a media sit down with Eric Bieniemy. I'm like, let, there's no more practice today, Eric. Like, let's hear why you are a head coach and let's get that story out there. Like, let's get Andy Reid on that. I mean, I'd be after the season, whether no matter how it ends, I would go in there and talk to both of them about that. And you know, even if the communication staff wanted to say it's only questions about Eric, fine. We've been wanting to have these questions answered forever. Let let us help you. We and he doesn't want to do it in season because he doesn't want to be a distraction. And then from we never the get that opportunity. Right. After. The only thing I think helps him is this was the year of the motivator guy being a good head coach. The Dables, the Campbells, they showed up and they're like, "We're leaders of men," right? And because I still think the enemy gets stuck with that, even though he's been an architect, a part of this offense. He's been a part of that system. He's pitched as the. He's the guy who will lead men, not that, you know, I, it's not fair, but that's the way I think he's publicly perceived. We get hints sometimes that he realizes, I think, some of the things that maybe is holding him back. For example, I believe it was just this week. Sometimes my weeks get during jumbled, but the uh, enemy said I traded in my running back card a long time ago. I think it was yesterday. Yeah, this is, this is, that was yesterday. That was literally yesterday. This is how my season works. Just the entire thing is smushed from August. I think to sometime now. in the last month. That yeah. was yesterday, <laughs> Pete. That was yesterday. And, uh, and yeah, and I think that's very intentional. I think that's him saying, yeah, I could coach quarterbacks. You know, I could come up with the right game plan here for the entire offense. And, you know, he's, he's saying it in as many words because I think he has been looked at as a running back guy. And when you, you know, look at head coaches, a lot of times it's from the, the quarterback track. I think he's ready. I think he's been ready. I think he's learned a lot. I think he's a better coach now than he was. I remember when he was a running backs coach and we were at training camp and a running back wouldn't run hard enough and he was telling him that he wouldn't give him water in a desert and shouting and screaming and he doesn't do that anymore. <laughs> I think he realizes, like, I need to lead here. And and I'm hoping that an owner sees it. You know, we don't, as media members, really get a glimpse into the interview process. But I think someone give I, – I'd like to see someone give him a shot. And, and I think you're right, too. I think that's a good point, Cody, where – the motivator had a nice season. Yeah, and the guy, the offensive coordinator for the high-flying offense the year before didn't. Right. Hackett got fired before the season even ended, right? Josh McDaniel's tenure has gone terribly. The OC for the, like, the good offense, right? Those guys haven't had nearly as good of a run as yeah. the, I'm, I'll lead men. Like, does that make sense? Because that's how Dable's viewed, too. Even though he was an offensive coordinator for high-flying offense, he was viewed as the motivator. Yeah, if I mean... It, if Jeff Saturday can be a head coach, man, we got to get Eric Bieniemy in one of these chairs. And I think in Kansas City, you hope it isn't the AFC West because if it isn't the division, you could really root for him. Like if it goes to an NFC team, sure. could Carolina, say, something like He's that. at the point now, I hate it too, because for a while we get to have the conversation with Bieniemy. is like, choose your spot, be careful, make sure you get a good job. And now it's like, dude, if Houston offers you the job, you have to take well, it. And Houston's not even the worst job. Denver is objectively the worst job opening that'll come open this year. You know, we had that conversation about Dave Tobe. I've been on the beat long enough to remember when Dave Tobe was getting mm-hmm. I remember that. interviews. But and it's usually two or three years, and then It only they lasts a certain amount of time, yeah, because... You Especially know, you, as a spe- special teams coach, too. And the window can pass you, and I, I just hope we aren't past that for EB. And, and we'll see if it's Denver. I like that there's new owners. I think he has the Colorado ties... Coach Prime running the show in <laughs> university at this point. Go but, Buffaloes, right? Yeah, the the idea that he could return. Have you donated to yet? You're, have you donated yet? Have you supporting their the NIL cause, Mister Colorado? Colorado? You, NIL, they need everybody's support, man. They you seem know, like they're doing just fine with that. You know what? You know what they could use Al is a a song, Sco Buff song. A Go Buff song. Hey, Sco Buffs. They uh, say. It's been since June. 
June. I haven't done a song since Cody's put a song. I don't know if we're getting a playoff song from Cody. Can we get? We used to do playoff matchup songs. Can we get one of those signs in here where you just count the days that it's been (laughs) since Cody has a song? But last song. Yeah. Interesting that all I am is criticized when I do songs. But then criticized when I don't. I mean, did you? I'm on hiatus. You have a long tour and you need some time off. First, if Taylor Swift took six months to write a new album, I don't think we'd be an album. So you have an album coming. Freaking out. With arms wide open. Yeah, a full album. Well, or if she took six months to write a song. Hmm. What, what, what have you we been? We can bring the playoff songs back. So, you're, so you are working on What have one. you been cranking on? In, in the... I was working on a Carlotta's one. It didn't come together. Oh, wow. Didn't like it. Furious George. Unfortunately, I was writing it before he really started to play well, but I, I didn't get it. Didn't, it didn't work the way I wanted it to work. You know, So I had to abandon the project for other means. You've really been growing as an artist because in previous <laughs> years, you would have put that in front of people. Now, <laughs> that's now, what it is. Yeah. Now you're nuanced. You 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 have a, a sense of this isn't ready yet. We, we, we're we going to scrap it. If it's not good, I'm not playing it. That type yeah. of deal. Like you, you're They're not really, all hits. you got to find the good ones. I've, I've just, I've been, it's been fun to watch you grow <laughs> as a musical artist. Pete Sweeney, thanks for coming in, man. Of course, check out their great work over at Arrowhead Pride. Coming up next, we'll get to what's trending and something that Cody says his kid keeps on asking for. You're listening to Cody and Gold, brought to you by Gan Asphalt and Concrete. For asphalt, concrete, and parking lot maintenance, Gan Asphalt and Concrete. One contractor, all things parking lot. Trusted in Kansas City since 1994. Online at gannasphalt.com. Subscribe and download all new episodes of Nick's Waving in the Week podcast, released every Thursday on the 435 Podcast Network and the Odyssey app. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.